said it. That was a bitch clap for sure. <laughs> it's fine. I like missed my hand a little bit. I hit my palm. <laughs> you just woke up, right? Yeah, dude. It's. I don't know. Can you see it in my eyes? Can you see it in my. Uh... No. Can you hear it in my voice? How. <laughs> no, I could hear it in your voice a little bit, actually. Yeah. 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 But. Yeah, I, I feel like we're always doing. <laughs> we're always doing this when I'm like a walking zombie. Yeah. I swear I talk and make my points better when I have adequate amounts of sleep and am well-rested and fed and everything. When's the last but, time you felt well-rested? Do you well, ever do you ever get to feel that way with your schedule? No, I I, I do. I, I really do. I uh my schedule's even weirder right now than it usually is. Yeah. Like we're on this two I'm on this for 2 weeks I'm on this weird campaign project and so my normal shift rotation which is like four weeks of normal schedule and then three weeks of weird schedule. That's normally how I work. Now my three weeks of weird schedule got even weirder. (laughs) So I went from afternoons, which is three to 11. I worked two days of midnights on Friday night and Saturday night. So this morning I got home at (laughs) 7am and then tomorrow I go in at 6am and work 12 hours 6 yeah. a.m. to 6 p.m. and so it's gonna be a it's gonna be a rough day tomorrow. Yeah, but normally, like in my the only part that's hard for me is when I'm when I'm coming off midnights is and going back to daylights. That adjustment is what really kicks my butt. Yeah, I'm sure. So, but anyways, I feel like we've there's probably nine episodes of me talking about this every time shift stuff. What what difficulty are you playing work on? <laughs> what campaign difficulty are you on at work? Uh, that's a good question. I just love like I can never not think of campaign as a video game thing anymore. Like that's just forever ingrained instead of what the word campaign actually means. Isn't it? It's, it's just it's just weird. Like games have always called the main story campaigns. It's kind of fun, actually. Though. Yeah. I never thought of it like that, but I like it. Yeah. It's good. It's. I do like that. <clears throat> like in some games, it makes sense. Like in Halo, it's like, oh, we're 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 launching a campaign against the Covenant or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But, but or then, like XCOM. Yeah, but but other times it'll be like, why we're not campaigning about anything? <laughs> Mario Mario has a campaign to collect all the Odyssey stars. Vote for Mario, and he'll get you all one hundred. And one stars in Super Mario sixty four. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I we got a we got a lot to talk about again, or at least I do this time on this episode. It's uh, you know, backlog cleanup time as usual. On the it's a good, uh, it's a good time. Backlog cleanup time is good. Yeah, it's fun. I I, I kind of wish I had more backlog cleanup time during the year because yeah, I enjoy getting to things that. Have been sitting around that I always like wanted to play that people have talked about and yeah, it's it's kind of a it's my favorite time of year. I don't know if it's my favorite, but I do like it. I, I weather wise, it's my favorite time of year. Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah, fall is the best. Yeah, I've got my sweats on. Sweats weather is is <laughs> chef's kiss. <Mwah. laughs> golf? Can we golf clap the way? Yeah, let's right golf now? clap fall. <laughs> Yeah, that was good. That was good. <clears throat> fall in Pennsylvania specifically. We get we get yeah. all like all extremes of every season. So I was I was talking about 
my wife. I was talking about my wife. I was talking to my wife about this uh, yesterday. See, I, it's the no sleep thing. I'm going to do it all episode. But anyways, yeah. um, the global warming situation that we're kind of facing, I, I guess, that our, our climate's definitely changing, right? Yeah. It's it's kind of funny because I feel like in Pennsylvania, like in western Pennsylvania, we're get, our climate is actually getting better. Like, yeah, we're it going, is. We're getting less harsh winters. Yes. And less like muggy hot summers. Like we're getting that more mid range that was typically west coast like nicer weather. Yeah, or further places. south. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's kinda it's kinda cool. <laughs> I mean Yeah. I don't I don't I'm not campaigning for <laughs> like the climate to continue to be bad. Let's or keep whatever, ruining the climate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I want nice weather in Pennsylvania. I think it's uh this is like so specific to us, but who cares? Like the it, it's been interesting, like, living on the other side of the state, too, because, like, Philly is more south than where we're from on the other side of PA, and the weather difference is, like, significant. It's always been significant. Like, we don't really get snow here too much. Yeah. Um, I thought York was pretty bad. Are you kind of near there? Isn't York near Philly a little bit? Yeah, it's it's decently close, but you have to then think about like different elevations and stuff. Yeah. Um, like where I'm at sea level basically. And, uh-huh. um, so like I'm at sea level, Southern of Southern part of the state. And like, yeah, when I moved out here, I was like used to snow in the winter and we will only get snow like maybe twice in the winter and that's it. Maybe, maybe some like light dustings, but but that's it. Oh. And it, it like doesn't really accumulate much. Like we'll get dumped on for like one day and have snow around for like two days and then it's gone. And it's weird. How long how long have you been out there? This is like eight years now. Eight years? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. Five. Cause I, I feel like it's been I mean, it's been three or four years probably since we've had the cumulative snow here even. Yeah. Like it's it, the snowfall has kind of done the same thing in this area, like come one day and then the next day it's all melted yeah and so we kind of just get like salt and dirt everywhere from them <laughs> yeah it just gets gross yeah. yeah 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 but like really i can remember i can remember when i the year that i graduated that was like the last winter that i can remember that was just a ton of snow yeah and that would have been like 12 13 yeah so, that was like right when i moved out here we got a ton of snow that year and i remember yeah. pe- people that lived around here were like yeah this is this like is this. we don't get this yeah this yeah. is really out of the ordinary so this is like yeah, all it's across the last the... one i can it's the last one i can remember that's like that was bad i guess yeah I and not even really bad we get yeah. it easy like we get we get the we get all the seasons but for the most part none of them are ever weird too extreme yeah yeah but, I don't know though, man. I've I've traveled them. Some of them West Denver and California, like uh, it's the air not being as is wet all the time. <laughs> yeah, just dry. Yeah, it makes a big difference. It really does. Yeah, but this is uh, uh like, this is the weather cast. <laughs> yeah. Um. But but really, we're here to talk about video games on the uh, on the Whiff Punish Games cast. I'm Nick, joined by AJ Suave. AJ Suave. Yeah, I'm never gonna remember that. <laughs> I know. It's just I don't really care that much. It's just I feel like it's a funny joke for me to throw it in there yeah. now after 
I got I got to give some some kind of continuity to this <laughs> this long running thing that we're doing here. You know. Yeah. Yeah. AJ Suave. Uh, and Nickhead. The cheese. The the cheese. Um. <laughs> you gonna go all of my nicknames? I can't remember right? any of the all other my nicknames. aliases. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh yeah, I I like I said at the beginning, I I got a lot played in a short amount of time since our last episode actually. You've touched a lot of things? Yeah, kind of just yeah, kind of just not necessarily completing a lot of things, but just dabbling in, in smaller games. Smaller games. You always push back on me when I say something like that. Well, cuz I think I Okay, so I think there's. <laughs> I know I do, and <laughs> I know, and they there. I think there are certain ones that you know really do fall into that category. Like I have played the new Twitch video game hotness that is Among Us, uh, and I would call that a small game because it has like nothing to it. <laughs> yeah, there's like no scope to that game at all. It's an extremely basic multiplayer game, but. Yeah, when I when I refer to spar games, it's usually to like the indie developed, not on physical disc. Right, and that's and, and that's what thing. I don't agree with. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm not necessarily commenting on like the actual size of the production of that game. I just yeah smaller and si- if it's not in stores and whatever, it doesn't matter. We don't need to have this <laughs> this this classification conversation. No, but yeah. Among Us is neat. That game is really neat. I have you watched any of that? Yeah. So my buddy at work that I'm on shift with uh, has actually been playing the heck out of it on okay. his Surface. D- is so, he playing with strangers? Yeah, he just he just plays random. He oh, likes, weird. He, the, the he chats like with people and uh, okay and uh, yeah, so it's fun. So I'm I've watched him play. I know what the game is. I watched Max's Max play on his channel. It was yeah. pretty fun. I even I showed it to Monica because I thought it would be a game that, like, if we all sat down one time, I could like load it up on her Mac. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure it's available on Mac. Well, and, it's available uh, on uh, phones <laughs> for <yeah>. free. <laughs> um, it, yeah, like so. It's Among Us is this bigger in quotes, scale multiplayer game. It requires four minimum. Now we're we're going big and small again. Yeah, it it requires four players minimum, but it goes up to ten. And you're playing as spacemen on a spaceship, servicing the spaceship and doing miscellaneous tasks while one or two or maybe maybe three with ten players, I'm not sure. You can it's variable, but there there's an imposter in the in the crew that is running around the ship killing the crew members and trying to do it discreetly and it's fascinating like it's it's like one of those it's like one of those social deduction board game yeah, card bluffing, games bluffing board game and, and as a video game like i i don't know that i've ever considered this for a video game ever and and the game came out like 2 years ago or so I had no idea it existed. I think most people did not know it existed. And for whatever reason, it blew up on Twitch and, um, you know, has become such a success for them that they canceled their sequel plans (laughs) and are just going to support the first game, (laughs) which I think is really interesting. 
But uh, yeah, I wonder. I wonder what their sequel plans were. Like, are we losing out on getting a cooler art style yeah. or something like that? Yeah, I don't. That, that is kind of interesting. I don't know the, for a company to make that kind of decision. Yeah, right. Like, I feel like people would just jump ship anyways. Well, like, I, I think mean, that's what they're probably afraid of. Was like they released losing, it, losing, d- splitting the player base and stuff like. Yeah, that. yeah, they released it. Nobody apparently cared. Um, and now that it's like really popular, like let's just. Let's just go all in on yeah, this let's, one. Let's capitalize on this opportunity. Yeah, which which I think is smart because yeah. it is a really simple game, and I, I I mean I think it could really it could grow, it could really turn into something really crazy potentially. But but just that like the the thing with the social deduction comparison was that like you have to be you have to be quiet during a majority of the game. You're not supposed to talk. You're not supposed to react whenever somebody kills you or you kill somebody. And the idea is it's supposed to simulate like you are off alone in the spaceship doing your service task, like fixing wiring or refueling the engines or something. And how would you be able to talk to anybody? And if you come across the dead body, how how would like you couldn't just suddenly scream to the entire ship hey i found a dead body like there is the mechanic in the game for that but it's like the this isolation and no talking leads to like super tense situations because you don't trust anybody because the game is so simple there's nothing on the screen at all really other than you and other characters running around so like when you encounter another character yeah, you're immediately suspicious. You're immediately you like, hey, what? What are why you are doing? You, why are you standing there? Why are you following me? Yeah, why are you following me? Why? What are you? Why are you standing next to that wall for so long? Like, are, you yeah, know, like, and it's, and it's surprising how well it works. Like, I was really, I was honestly pretty hesitant about it when we first started playing it because we played with six, and then we got up to seven at one point. Um, and I was just like, you know, I don't, I hate being quiet. This is a common thing with me in board games. Like, I just don't like games that require you to be quiet. And I like, it took a, it took a good number of games. They're quick. They go really quick. They're probably like five minutes long, but it took a good number of them before I was like, okay, this is, this works and it's really smart. And, and the suspense of like being in a room with somebody and not knowing if they're going to kill you or like you trying as the imposter, you trying to finagle situations into you being able to kill them discreetly and get away. <laughs> and then the next thing is like the group discussion. Like when a body is found, that's when you're allowed to talk. And that's when all the deception happens. <laughs> like, you can you could kill somebody and you can self-report the body. Like I kill like I just killed this person and then you scream, "Hey, I I found a body. Let's talk about it. I was doing this." And like kind of like throw everybody off your trail and it's Yeah. Like that part of the game is just so it's so neat. It's it really was neat. We played it for a long time and and I I I'm looking forward to playing more of it for sure. Yeah, so it's it's pretty fun like watching my buddy play at work there's like a whole meta that kind of yeah. evolves out of that where, yeah. where once you like finish your task on the ship, you know, you'll go into, you'll call a meeting, not because you found a body, but because you said, okay, my task is done. Does anyone need an escort? So then you start escorting oh each God. other to different parts of the ship, because if you're escorting each other, then you have alibis. Oh man, that is interesting. That and, that and see, so, like didn't even consider anything like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so 
they're escorting each other and then you know you could you could if you're the imposter you could go oh yeah yeah i'll escort and then you just kill and then because once you're dead you're not supposed to participate in the chat anymore right you're supposed to be completely quiet so it's it's neat it's it's deception that's a brilliant idea yeah 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 Oh man, yeah. yeah. So it, it's really cool how how like strategies kind of emerge from that, yeah, that, uh, that thing there, you know. Yeah, yeah. You get a, you get like a big group of people like going and completing, t- and you can't start the game like that because right because you the don't tasks know won't get done. Yeah, and and the imposter can sabotage different parts of the ship, which is so awesome. Yeah. So it creates even more stuff for the the crewmates to have to try and deal with and yeah yeah the imposter the imposter was really fun to play as like i it didn't come up for me to play that much in our games which i was a little upset about cuz i wanted to play it more but i think i only played like 3 or 4 times as the imposter over the course of like a lot of games but it is just so neat because being able to sabotage like a couple certain parts of the ship like you can sabotage the engines which requires two players to go to the engines and they have to do something simultaneously in order to fix it you can sabotage the oxygen both of those have a countdown timer if the players don't do them in time everybody dies and the imposter wins yeah so like it's so like that's a whole nother like level of that meta to like okay i'm gonna I'm going to be in this room and I'm going to sabotage something so far away and and force everybody to go, you know, somewhere else and like maybe isolate one or two of them or something. And it's just, it's just really cool. That game is really cool. The other thing, one last thing, the other thing that I think is neat about it is you don't actually see the animation of the person that kills the other person. So if there's a group of you there, someone will just die. Right. And then, you don't know who's yeah. the imposter among you because you don't actually see the imposter kill the other people. Yeah. So if there's a, if you're es- there if you're doing the escort thing, yeah. and one of you would just die, then oh, holy crap, one of us is an imposter. But if there's four of you, then you have to argue over which one of the imposter is because yeah, it doesn't actually show that on your screen. Yeah, yeah, so, that's that's a whole other part. Like for that being in a group thing, like. Mm-hmm. I've I've only ever seen one-on-one kills, so like yeah, like you just sudden suddenly the other person is just dead. Yeah, they're so just cut one on one. Then you would just then you would know that he killed me because yeah. it's one on one. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's, it's a, really cool. It's really it's smart. It really is. Uh, it is. Yeah, yeah. It it works surprisingly well, and and it, it's it's on PC, but. Um, and, and it's like five dollars on PC or or maybe probably Mac also, but but the mobile version is free, and everybody can play together because it's just a room code like Jackbox stuff. So, like Josh joined us for a couple games just on his phone, and it totally worked. Like he was able to play it totally fine, and like the the inputs and everything are so basic, and like they're just huge buttons on your screen, so it's probably completely fine on a phone. So yeah, I I totally recommend that game. If like if you yeah. can somehow manage to get enough people together, which I which I think is challenging, I would never want to play with strangers. Yeah, I like like true strangers. Like I would never want to matchmake online or anything. I'd mm-hmm. I'd never do that. But playing with friends and and like mutual friends and stuff, like it's it's just so different and it's just awesome. It's a it's a big thing now. 
for like in the in the COVID year for got people that aren't like hanging together publicly yeah. to to kind of group up and and play that and I think it's it's neat. It's, yeah, it's neat. Yeah, it is. Among so, us, check it out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I would I would golf clap it. Do you want to? We can golf. Yeah, clap I like that. that game a lot. All right, cool. We're starting off hot. Two golf claps, man. <laughs> Autumn and Among Us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, I'll I'll offer some wrap up on a couple things that I finished. Um, I've talked about Gears Tactics quite a bit. Uh, I finally made my way to the end of that campaign, mm-hmm. and uh, I think it was a pretty cool game. I, I would give it a thumbs up for sure. I think I'd recommend it to people who are looking for a lighter, uh, a lighter tactical game. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have a few problems with it finishing, you know, finishing through the game. Uh, it frustratingly makes you do side missions Mm -hmm. and the way it does it is is you'll do a story mission and then before the next story mission becomes available in act one it'll make you do one side mission in act two it makes you do two side missions and in act three it makes you do three side missions and then it'll open up the next story chapter Mm -hmm. and there's like eight chapters yeah so it's a lot that's a lot of fluff Mm -hmm. that gets that gets thrown into that game and i mean i guess the reason that you're playing is to do the tactics anyway so it's just more of the tactics and i think they were like trying to kind of force you to invest in a roster like a more characters Mm -hmm. you know what i mean because in the side missions like uh once you use a character in a side mission he's not available for the next side mission Oh, so you can't you can't and and there's there's actual story characters that like the main missions force you to use. Mm -hmm. So you can't just like invest in those guys and then and kind of ignore the rest of your roster. Hmm. Um, so it it kind of forces that campaign management a little bit. Okay. in, In that way, but the problem with it is is you're always allowed to recruit new soldiers. And you don't have to spend any resources to do it. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that if somebody dies, you get all their equipment back and stuff too. Oh, geez. So there's not really consequences yeah. to losing anyone in those side missions. Yeah. Like I was so fed up with doing them at the end of the game that I actually recruited three new soldiers went into the side mission, grenaded myself to death <laughs> right right on my first turn and then failed the side mission purposely. Wow. And then and then advanced to the next story. Wow. That so is bad. It's 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 silly. That is and so like, silly, yeah. I I just I had enough gear and stuff by the end of the campaign like I didn't need yeah. more equipment that the, the side missions were offering and I just wanted to see the end of the game. Yeah. That's so, so funny that you can do that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't... I might have did it earlier. I just... Yeah. I, I was, like, actually getting frustrated. Like, I've talked about how when I get to the end of games, I just... I want to pl- I want to finish them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was, like, definitely feeling that with this game. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't 
always force side missions on you. Like, it'll be random chapters where they'll come up. So it's not between every mission. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I got to... I knew there was eight chapters in the game. I was on... I did chapter six. I did chapter seven, which there's a pretty neat story that has ramifications for the Gears universe that's going on in that. And then it kind of grinds to a halt so you can go do side objective missions that really are the same missions that are the main missions are. Yeah. Like they're not different in, in the things that you're doing in the mission. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I was like, wait, what if I just try? Cause I, cause I had failed like one or two missions earlier in the campaign just because I failed. You know what I mean? Right. And, and so I was like, well, it accepted those and let me progress. Mm-hmm. So I just, I tried it. I grenaded myself and it worked and I didn't lose any of the people I'd invested in. That's hilarious. I just had recruited them right before. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> it's similar to the end of XCOM when I, I'd like knew I was at the end of that game. So you threw everybody I, to the, yeah. Well, I didn't throw everybody to the grinder, but uh, like okay. I, once I knew like I was there, you know, I, that last mission, like I was like, well, people don't have to live past this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, that last boss fight, I was just kind of. I think I, I think I finished XCOM two with like two people alive, maybe in that mission. It was brutal. I had the War of the Chosen, so my people were pretty beast. Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's really interesting that you like that. Is, that is like a. That's a pretty significant indictment of me not wanting to put any time into that game at all. Really? Yeah. Like, like the fact, like I'll, I'll check it out still, like probably just to see a mission or something, but that's not good. Like that, that's not good that you felt like you wanted to do that. Yeah. I just wanted to finish the game. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's, Uh, that's, that's very interesting. The thing, the thing that kind of stinks is I feel like at the beginning of the game, you know, before you get into those upgrade trees for the players. Yeah. For like the different kinds of soldiers and stuff, you're kind of just overwatching a ton mm. like you're and and it works you're playing way more defensive it isn't until you like get way into upgraded people mm-hmm. that you start unlocking those like gain an extra action point for this task and that's when you can really start doing like the combo stuff yeah where like if you get a headshot you get an action point so then you can headshot then you can go execute the person and it gives the rest of the team an action mm-hmm. like you can really start building combos at the end of the game so it's cool, like, the level of progression uh, for the characters, um, like, like building them up was really neat. And, like, what I ended up in the game with, like, with my different people, they were strong. And, like, I would have turns where I could just mow down, like, 50 people in, in on my turn by, like, manipulating, yeah, you know, their the abilities and, and stuff. And yeah. that, that was what that was what was the most fun about the game. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But like you kind of really, you kind of have to work towards that. It's like not available a ton right at the beginning. Yeah. I mean, you can, you can get the executions and get an extra action for your, like you'll see that part of it, but it it wasn't until I had unlocked like a, a lot of those unlock trees that I really like started to enjoy that kind of combo. Yeah. Stuff. But you know, I, I think that's a, a really solid foundation. They, I would imagine that they're not going to abandon that franchise. I don't. I don't know. I wonder how well how how well that did. But I think if they do another game, and they like add some meta game to like in between missions, or they maybe expand the scope of of 
you know, what you're managing or mm-hmm. things like that. I think it could like really give XCOM a run for its money in mm. like good tactics game. I just think they're not really there with content yet. You yeah. Know what I mean, yeah. So, but yeah, I like when the next one, if, if the next one comes out, I definitely, yeah, I really wonder if there will be another one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause you know, that came out, it came out on PC only first. Yeah. It came out this year. Technically, it's included with Game Pass, so like, and it and it's a Microsoft owned studio, so like, yeah, so it's so, hard to it's so, hard to know what the sales was. Yeah, like, is how are they buying Microsoft games at all? Like, how are they anywhere? making money off of it? Yeah, like, how how is that generating money? Like, their their first party thing, when it when you when it comes down to specific titles, like, I, it's it's totally different with their so, Game Pass stuff. This brings up a uh, interesting thing that happened recently in the news we haven't talked about this yet have we microsoft acquiring bethesda no yeah we should talk about that so it, it this kind of like falls along that line of why did they do this <laughs> I, do you know what i mean yeah i uh i just read an article before we start recording about that because i was curious like what from like a business perspective what that meant and Bro, they spent like $8 billion. Yeah. They spent more than Disney spent for Marvel and Star Wars. Yeah, they spent a lot of money. That's insane. And so, like, the thing I read, it was on The Verge, um, the one I read, talking about, like, why why they think it was actually a pretty shrewd decision. And they spent a lot of money, right? But Bethesda games are so... How do I say it? Like they, they're, they're almost ubiquitous. They're evergreen. They're, they're, they're around for a long time. Like the, you know, a running joke, a common meme is like Skyrim has been re-released on virtually anything. A bazillion times. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's not just Skyrim. Like they kind of, yeah, fall. They kind of are starting to do that with a lot of their games. And like, you know, they're, they're getting their feet into, MMO type stuff like Elder Scrolls Online is apparently pretty successful still like they still are adding content to that game and that's been around for a long time at this point yeah and like 76 they're trying with Fallout 76 not apparently doing well at it but they're still continuing to support it and so like I think it was smart for Microsoft to grab them because they can then be the ones in control of making the money off of that stuff yeah. Like like they bought Minecraft and Minecraft is available on literally everything and Minecraft is a top seller consistently every month every year. <laughs> like it is it is always always doing well. That game is always yeah. selling. And so that was a huge investment on their part too for a single game. I think they spent 2 billion on just Minecraft. <laughs> Like way back when, so so if you if you expand that out to what Bethesda has and like the studios that are under their wing and and all of their games that actually do get produced by them, like it's, I think it's really smart. Like it's it's all that stuff's going to be available on Game Pass now. They can license it out to Sony. Do you think and still yeah, make money say, off of it? Do you think it comes to other consoles still too? I probably. I mean, that's the, that's Minecraft is available on everything. Yeah, you know, like. I think it would be stupid for them to not do that. And this Verge article that I read, they were just, you know, they gave like really basic 
quick figures. breakdowns of like the during around this announcement, Microsoft was like, "Yeah, we have 15 million Game Pass subscribers." That's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot, and that is like because Games Pass is a ridiculous deal. It's a good deal, and like that, and that is a lot of money every month, right? Like that is just that is just raking in profit, basically. So, if they can entice more people to sign up for Game Pass, whether it's on PC or on an Xbox, and like they're going to be offering a really cheap Xbox, you know, like Mm -hmm. it's it's very interesting. No memory. With no memory, yeah, not, none of the Bethesda games will fit on the Xbox Series S. <laughs> so I think I think it's interesting because you know it's it's a well known fact that Microsoft did not invest this generation in their own first party games. Right. That's 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 a fact, right? Mm-hmm. Um. So it's kind of like instead of instead of them doubling down on their own studios and producing their own content, they said, okay, well, we're going to go out and acquire as much as we can mm-hmm. now. At like like all these franchises that are available on everything, all these games that you love, Skyrim, Fallout, Doom, whatever, yeah, are going to be ours now. They're going to be Microsoft games. Yep. And so, in a way, I think that's not good. Like it's it's not creative. Yeah, it could I would be bad. Almost, I would almost it, it's not it's not bad. It's just it's it's not them. They're not making new stuff. Do you know what I mean? It's mm. not them like it, investing in new yeah Microsoft games. It's not them making Killer Instinct. Mm-hmm. It's not them making Halo. I mean, they are making Halo, but it's it's not them trying to. Yeah. To do what's do what Sony is doing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Their but their I, existing companies are just maintaining established series, not really starting new stuff. Yeah. Well, and and they're just buying the whole market. Like they're yeah. just kind of trying to put their brand name on everything. You know what I mean? And like I don't, I don't think that's good as a consumer. Oh no! But no, <laughs> this does not yeah. benefit the consumer at all. No, no. <laughs> and I wonder. Like, does Sony go out and try to acquire, like, Capcom, or do they go out and try and? Yeah, you don't really. Yeah, you don't really see Sony doing that. I mean, I'm sure they're going to. They're going to have to, right? They're gonna. I don't know. Have to have a counter to. I don't. I don't know. Well, they they have two. They have two totally different. They have two totally different outlooks on things, though. Like, oh. so- Sony doesn't want to license out their games to things. And so yeah. if, they, if, if they did that, I think that is worse. Like, if, if they started buying up all the things, I think that's wor- That's even worse for the it's consumer. It's worse for consumers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so, like, if, if they do start doing that, then I, I, I hope they don't. But, like, I don't know. Microsoft, um, they're, I think they're playing the long game. Uh-huh. Because so, they've always Microsoft has always leveraged their stuff onto everything. Yeah, it's always been their mo. Windows Windows is like you can't buy a computer without having Windows on it. Even if you're a Mac person, you still own freaking Windows. Yeah, Office and stuff, so you can send it to you know people that it's it's just it's it's their company. That's how they they work. And like it, we're just now seeing them expand that that company. Uh, like mentality into video games. And I think it's interesting, you know, for what the future may hold. And that's, I don't know. That's why I brought it up. I just thought it was, well, like, so if you think about 
Sony. Like, Sony has always had their own first-party things that that have existed forever. Like, they're yeah. franchises that have existed for a long time. And the ones that everybody talks about now only relatively recently came into existence. Like, Naughty Dog Games and, you know, Gorilla and stuff. Like, like they only just sort of established themselves last generation, right? And and Sony, Sony during the PS3 generation was like, okay, we have very specific, very high-quality exclusive games that well, bled over into PS4. Yeah, yeah, Xbox has never really had a chance to do that, and so I think they're I think they're trying to buy up all these other because they bought a bunch of other stuff too, yeah. like like actual individual creative developers that do new things and stuff. It's not just the Bethesda buy. I think they're planning. I th- I think they're hedging their bets for the future to where they could cut off that open endedness if they want, like. Get all these things now. We'll 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 maintain our Game Pass thing. We'll license things out if if we see that it's worthwhile. But like down the road, once they get all these other developers making things for them, and they and they're maybe confident about what they're making, like then they'll be like, okay, we're shutting it off. It's only yeah, on to play on Xbox. It's only on Xbox, right? Yeah. So like they they've never really had. They've never really had that ever, actually. Like they've only ever had Halo and Gears and Forza. They, they've only ever had those games. That's it. So, and and you know whatever miscellaneous like B tier stuff that was on original Xbox. But it, you know, it. it I think it's just going to be something that's going to play out way down the road, as opposed to like, and not even next generation probably. Yeah. You know, yeah. like it's we're probably not going to see anything crazy out of. And what what does even generations mean anymore? Like that that's gonna continue to get even more and more gray. But yeah, but yeah, it's it's wild. That that was that was very surprising. Cause I actually mm-hmm. always pictured Bethesda as a, as something that would want to remain independent. Well, you don't. I don't know. Like this year, you know, COVID might have changed a lot of things. It could. It could have. There's a, there's yeah. there could be a lot of companies that are for sale now that maybe wouldn't have been yeah like in the past you know what i mean yeah and so you know if 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 microsoft or if sony has money and if these companies right want to remain yep remain active and and in the long run like if they're looking in the long run too do you know what i mean yeah then then those those acquisitions are looking more and more profitable to you know both parties Mm -hmm. so it's 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 crazy time right now. It's, I think it's interesting. Yeah. The other, the other part of the whole deal that I haven't, I haven't heard anybody mention and maybe I'm, maybe I'm getting things crisscrossed, but like, you know, Xbox is trying the whole cloud streaming thing. You know, and, and I think they're, I think they're really investing in that pretty heavily. And I want to say Bethesda mentioned Oh yeah, they, they were doing that also. E three stuff, right? Like a lot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like they they were like, yeah, we're interested in that. We want to do our own thing. We have technology for it. So you yeah, know, they, look they out had for some that. Kind of, they had some kind of engine or something that they were yeah debuting at one of the E threes. Right. So or one of the games conferences that we watched because I remember talking. about Okay, that. so you remember that, and I'm not crazy. Yeah. So like, I think yeah. I think that was probably a huge part of this. 
I, I wouldn't maybe. I wouldn't be surprised if Xbox saw that as competition and was like, let's cut your thing out of that or or at least bring it under our fold so mm-hmm. we can use what you've developed. Yeah. And and you know, that that if that is part of it and was part of it, then that really shows how serious they're trying to take that streaming thing because yeah. nobody's really pulled that off yet. <laughs> No, and more more and more people keep jumping. Yeah, Amazon. Too, Amazon and... suddenly is like, "Hey, we have that too. Here's a here, yeah. we have it. It's coming. Sign up for it. It's really cheap." <laughs> yeah, crazy time and games, man. Yeah, yeah, interesting to say the least. Um, you know, just that of shifting around that amount of money is just so ridiculous, too. Yeah, <laughs> really is. Yeah, it's it's uh to us peons. Working, working nine to fives, and uh, oh, I'm a billionaire. It's it's, it's, baff, it's baffling. <laughs> I'm actually a billionaire. So, I just don't tell anybody. Jumping, jumping from Games Pass though. Uh, you, you, you're recently a, a new subscriber, aren't you? Yeah, you're I re- a resubscriber. I s- signed up again, just a for like you know backlog kind of thing, and it was still a stupid deal. It's a dollar for a month. <laughs> Which I don't understand how they like the first time I did it, I got it for a dollar for three months, and now I still got it for a dollar for another month. But yeah, uh, there's there's. I wonder how many people just aren't good at canceling subscriptions. I think a lot of I know, people. I know you're pretty on top of that. I'm. I don't know that I care really all the time to yeah. cancel all my stuff that I'm not using. But yeah, and and Game Pass is not an offensive amount of money. It's fifteen dollars a month, no. and that and that's for PC and Xbox. That's not just yeah. one. There's a ridiculous amount of stuff on there too. Yeah. So there were a few things that like I hadn't got around to yet and some older stuff on there that I didn't get to last time I had it that I wanted to check out. So it was, you know, the timing was right again. And uh quickly I I ran through Carrion in one sitting last night. Amazing. Last night. Yeah, that game that game's short and and like I it was fun doing that. I love just marathoning stuff when I get the opportunity. Yeah. And uh and I liked it a lot. Like I liked that game a lot. And so I just wanted to keep playing it, which I think is a good sign. Like I was having fun with the weird movement. The movement is amazing. The, I I agree. The, the, the only the only one of the only reasons to play that game is to move around in it. It yeah, is it is yeah. just so interesting and different and, and like novel. gross and novel. Yeah, like it's it's really cool piloting that mound of flesh around the world it's just so mm-hmm. neat on its mm-hmm. on its own that is like that part alone is awesome and uh you know after that like i think that is surprisingly a satisfying world to just t- destroy to cause chaos in to uh it, it looks really nice i think that game had a, has a really good aesthetic for like what it for how basic it is and moving around the levels and like how how the textures change and how you like ingrain your body into the world and like how it changes the world and it's like it's just ultimately that game is fucking gross. <laughs> that game is just really gross and disturbing. They, re- they really nailed the meat monster concept. Yeah, really it is good. it is just so gross. Like whenever you <laughs> you burrow yourself into the wall and like your tendrils come out and it's like making squishing sounds and crunching sounds try to do it (laughs) yeah it's exactly that (laughs) yeah it's exactly that 
it is it is just it, that part was awesome like that that part was just really cool i think um we talked a lot about like how it doesn't have a map and maybe that would be confusing i only got lost at the very end like literally the very end the last thing i needed to do within like to finish the game in 15 minutes i got completely lost but otherwise though i think surprisingly that game naturally pushes you in the right direction mm-hmm. um yeah i I, was, I I didn't have a problem i i think like you at the end once i had got out of the last like little area that you acquire an upgrade in i probably did the same thing and kind of was like smacking the walls yeah all over the i had no bit, but no clue where to go no clue i had to yeah. look it up just fyi yeah. but uh which is you know whatever i'm normally that pisses me off but it, it's okay it's fine um there might have been some site like some pseudo push to where you were supposed to go but i didn't catch it if there was yeah but like otherwise going through the rest of the game like there's no map but but it's one of these i don't know if we talked about this on on here or if it was offline but like it's one of those games that really tests your ability to recognize where you have and haven't been just visually yeah and like that's that's not something that i do well yeah as a person yeah in 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 real life and in games like i do (laughs) not yeah i do not if if i drive somewhere i can drive somewhere 10 times right yeah i can go to someone's house 10 times I still on the 11th time will have to use a GPS to get there. Mm-hmm. Even, even though I've been there 10 times, I do not like, I don't know if it's because I, I know I have the GPS and I can rely on that. And I, yeah. so maybe, maybe that's part of it. I just am not like spending brain power on absorbing that mm-hmm. stuff. But I, I recognize that as one of my own faults, I guess that I, I don't do that well. And I, I feel like you just in playing games with you and stuff, you are better at that. Like you recognize areas and, and kind of map them in your head better. Yeah. I felt like I was speed running that game. Yeah. Cause yeah. like, it was like, as soon as, as soon as, you know, as soon as you do like the, the gate that is that game, um, which is like creating buttholes in the walls. <laughs> um, yeah, that, ew, that is, gross. that is what that's you do. Exactly that's basically, that's what it looks like. And so like Little pink buttholes. Yeah. And and they get all torn up and gross looking when you use them. <laughs> but uh, so well, we got we've got a good episode title now. <laughs> that's just the that's the artwork is just one of those torn torn buttholes. Yeah. Um. Like I think I think the game does a good job of like once you do one of those, it takes you back to a minor hub area, and it's wanting you to realize. I went left, now I'm going to go up and left, yeah, or I'm going to go yeah. up, and then I'm going to go up and right and right. And I think yeah. that is a really bold decision because for somebody that doesn't internalize something like that... Yeah, you, and that's probably why certain people have problems with yes, it. Yes, you are going yeah. to get... I never thought about that. ...totally lost. You are going to get mm-hmm. completely lost. If you if you want to explore that game at all, like there there's minor secrets hidden around that actually... like would break the game. I don't know if you found many of them. Yeah. 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 I did. Like I did I did more exploring because 
I was trying to figure out where to go at the end of the game. Okay. So I ended up unlocking some of that stuff. Yeah, at the like end you of the get game more tentacles. Because I was trying to. Yeah, yeah. You get a bunch more tentacles that you can shoot out at once yeah. when you're fighting things and grabbing things and stuff. So like that would get really out of control really fast if you get a lot of them. I didn't have like any of them naturally through the game. Uh huh. Um, but if you, I think I ended with like three or four. I, I think I did too, actually, because I got lost yeah. and ended up finding some of them at the end and and whatnot. Yeah. But like if you are a person that plays a metroid game and wants to dig around and not necessarily progress the the main thing you're going to get lost fucking quick and have no idea how to get back to where you were and i i think that's actually like it's it's really bold and it was really interesting of the game but it's also ju- i think it's just a bad decision i i think it was a bad decision to not put a map in that game like you can rationalize it very easily you're eating everybody that works there and they all have the knowledge of the of the level like that's it that's the that's so, the rationale of the map what they did do and this is minor spoilers if you uh if you if you care about like going into this and experiencing it without prior knowledge then this is just a warning but there is like little digital readouts over all those butthole doors that you go in and out of mm-hmm and they give statistics on the area that mm-hmm. that so it'll say like containment facilities, which is kind of how you get your power ups, and it'll say uh, you only like, found like fifty percent of them or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it'll tell you like the amount of breaches that you made because you essentially you're just destroying everything. So you're kind of like yeah. blowing up all the containment facilities in the. So it'll, it'll tell you how, and. Like, you don't realize that. I didn't realize that, at least, until I was, like, a third through the game. And then as soon as I figured that out, oh, wait, this is telling me where I've been and what I've completed. Mm -hmm. That was kind of my map. But they could have just as easily, like, put an actual map in that digital readout spot that's like, says you are here and stuff. And then you wouldn't have had to, like, even open a map in an inventory or anything. I think that would have worked the same way. Yeah, that could have helped, too. Yeah. Like, I just... Something else should be in that game to help you get around i think just something i don't know mm-hmm. i don't know if it needed to be a full-on grid map like metroid games and stuff but something because i i felt lucky the whole time i was playing it i was like i'm not having a problem getting around at all and i was very worried about that and then i hit that part at the very end and literally had no idea how to finish the game yeah, <laughs> like yeah. so um it's not a great feeling no no, I, I was annoyed a little bit because I was like, I found my way around this game completely with no problem, no yeah, issue. no yeah. I never hit a snag on anything. And then it was just like this grinding halt of like, what do I do <laughs> now? Yeah. Um, so, but I do I do think that game is really cool. I, I Definitely worth playing. Definitely glad I played it. And, yeah, uh, and Games Pass, man. You don't even got to freaking buy it. Yeah, it's, it's on PC and Xbox version like of game pass you, so. even if you try it and decide oh man i don't want to get lost then don't shut it off yep. you're good you didn't spend no money on it. it's crazy yeah and you'll have seen moving around as that gross thing and in the, and still in got, the wall buttholes in the wall yeah you do see those pretty pretty quick actually <laughs> <laughs> yeah that i that game will be on my top 10 at the end of the year for sure yeah i i, I liked I it a lot yeah yeah i'm glad you i'm glad you jumped right into that yeah i was excited to talk about that i didn't think you would actually liked it because 
you, I figured you would have said, hey, this is neat or something, but then I knew we were having this episode today, so I didn't want to ask, and I figured you'd give me your opinion today, so that's yeah. cool. I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, I just felt like I wasn't doing, I didn't have anything else that was like pulling me away from it, so I just went, I went all in. <laughs> And yeah, I think yeah. I think it took like a little over three, maybe four hours for me. So mm-hmm. it's it's a pretty short game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let me pull my notes up here. I gotta I gotta see what I've been playing. I can't think about it. You know, my my brain's kind of fried. <laughs> You're not awake yet. Uh, I have some I have some green tea with apple and ginger. It's the caffeine's not really working just as good as it as it should be. Yeah, but uh. I got a I got a nice little game that I I've been I've been perusing the Steam store quite a bit <laughs> since I've uh since I've gotten my my computer and I do want to say that I pushed against buying a PC for so long mm-hmm. like to play games on and now that I have one it's not it's good I like it a lot yeah <laughs> I I yeah. didn't I didn't think I wouldn't like it, but really, really, there was two. There's two things that I was I, the reason. Two reasons that I didn't want to get a PC to to play games on. Number one was I didn't want to piss with like hardware and settings. Mm-hmm. And to be honest with you, I still don't like that. I like being able to turn everything all the way up and make the games look really nice. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. But like. You know, as far as hard drives go, and like I've had audio issues, and like it's it's not been a smooth process, we'll say. Yeah. So my fears of that were were confirmed, I guess. I don't know what the. <laughs> and you you've had, frankly, very minor. Yeah. Things. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that, and the other thing was I didn't want to play in my office. Yeah. And that was because, you know, I didn't have the space, number one, which I rectified by rearranging and clearing some stuff and that. Mm-hmm. But the other one was just, like, I like my couch. Uh, but after after having the computer and playing on it, I like having both spots, really. Mm-hmm. Like, I like being back and forth. So, anyways, I'm a true PC gamer now. I've been browsing the Steam store. <laughs> I bought 900 sale games that I will probably never get to, but do you start wish listing things? Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. Okay. I I went to the all wish my buddies. list is the best feature of Steam. It it's really good. I went to your page. I went to my buddy that I work with page. I looked at all the games that you own. I was like, oh yeah, I'd like to play that wish list, wish list, yeah. wish list. So and they've already like emailed me for sales, and I've I've had to begrudgingly buy them because how do I how do I not how do I pass up this sale? You know, very, very quick aside. You know, it's really interesting about the wish list feature. That's how they determine what? what goes on sale. They they look at how many people have a game on their wish list and judge. Okay, now's the time to do a sale and try and pick up some sales. Sales. Incredible. Yeah, it's really smart. Incredible. Yeah. But uh, post void. Oh yeah. There's this. Yeah. There's this small. Is this a, is this small? Can I? This say is that small. This, this is a small game. Okay, so basically, this is Doom One. If you drank a whole bottle of Nyquil, <laughs> yeah, sure, yeah. Uh, so 
it's a first person shooter, really fast paced. Um, the aesthetic is like, I don't know how to describe this. It's, I don't either. S- surrealist nightmare, uh, more disfigured bodies and technology turned into monsters or something. I don't know. And so it's re- it's a really simple game. It's a first person shooter. You have run, slide, and shoot. Basically, that's it. And you carry a little shrunken head that's full of liquid, and the liquid drains out of the bottom of the head. Mm-hmm. And whenever you lose all the liquid, you die. Mm-hmm. The way you refill the liquid is to kill someone. Mm-hmm. So it's this constant like race through the level to... To stay alive, really. You're just sprinting around corners, sliding under bullets, and and trying to mow everything in your path down in order to keep that head filled with liquid so you can get to the end of the level. Mm -hmm. And it's really quick, uh, roguelike, I guess, right? Yeah, it's it's a run-based game. There's nothing between runs. It's just for score, basically. Yeah, and I I think a full run would probably take you 30 minutes. Like, if you went through all 11 levels, it might even be shorter than that. I think it's a lot shorter than that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, I've gotten... The farthest I've got is to Act 4, Level 4. And it's tough. And the whole... Part of it is me learning WASD on my... With my keyboard hand. Like, I, I haven't played a ton of PC games, so... Yeah. I'm not very adept at that yet. And uh, you're just like kind of brain melting, squelching guitars. I, monsters running at your face. I am and, surprised that song hasn't got on your nerves. I turned it off after uh, playing it twice. Really? Yeah, because it's the same well, it song cha- on every level. And Doesn't it change every level? I think it changes every level. I didn't notice it changing. I I thought it was just that the whole the whole Maybe. time i think it's that the whole game maybe i i like i can't i don't know i i uh it, it doesn't bug me because i'm not paying attention to it yeah like, probably even yeah. even the enemies i don't I, like i can't even tell you what the enemies look like because i'm <laughs> you can't really see them anyway <laughs> the thing so fast that i'm and, and yeah. shooting my gun it's like <laughs> That's what it's like playing this game. That the whole it's thing a, is extremely good. overwhelming. I honestly like this is probably the best example of seizure-inducing visuals I've ever seen in a game. And, it and, is uh, the, it is intense. <laughs> it is really absolutely. intense. Absolutely, yeah. And I think it's awesome because of that. Really, it's it's it feels uh, it's an aesthetic uh, for sure. Yeah, yeah they yeah. they even say they're like you know we understand this is a you know, here's a warning. Here's an epilepsy warning. And you can turn a lot of the flashing stuff off, but, and they're like, but this isn't our design intent for you to turn this off. Yeah. <laughs> so they wanted it to be crazy and flashy and overwhelming. And it's, it's very colorful and loud. Like the, the sound, the sound design is pretty good actually in terms of like the sound effects and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a little two dollar game, I think. Yeah, it's, so, I think it's I think it's three. <laughs> okay, three dollars. Yeah. yeah. So it's just a little fun thing. I've been kind of uh, like when I when I feel bored, I play fifteen minutes. Yeah, definitely. And then my brain can't handle thing. any more than that. No, uh, mine can't either. Like I'll do I'll do one or m- maybe three runs total, and I'm like, okay, my eyes hurt, and I can't do this anymore. 
<laughs> but it's good for that. That that's it's fun. It's fun for that. And I will, I will beat it. I will get through eleven all eleven levels before I. Good luck. Game. Yeah, yeah. I've I, you know, I've got to seven. Seven was the highest I made. You're you're made. halfway there, and you probably only played half the time that I played. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, we can go to the Steam library and check the. I uh, uh yeah time played yeah I um I sprint through that game too like because because your your time is part of the score so yeah 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 that's a neat, neat game neat neat little thing nice little like uh now piece of junk yeah, food basically. Exact. That's exactly what it is. A piece of junk food. Yeah. It's a. It's a crystal meth game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice little hit of meth. That's that's yeah. what it is. But uh, on the flip side of that, since I've been playing this game where it's literally melting my brain, I needed to get a game to counterbalance that. Yeah. And relax me. So at the end of my play session, I need to be tranquil. <laughs> I need to calm down. All right. So I I got this game on the Steam library called a monster's expedition through it's called a monster's expedition and the subtitle i think is through curious ex exhibitions yeah that sounds that sounds right yeah and it's just this really basic puzzle game where you play as a sasquatch and he's wandering around these little island exhibits and the reason they're exhibits is because it's in the future after mankind has passed on. And I guess monsters now live in the world and they took all our stuff and made exhibits outside. Mm. So you'll come up upon uh, an exhibit and you go up and you read the plaque and it'll be like an exercise bike. And it'll say... Uh, this is a laundry rack and humans used to use this to store their laundry on and every six months they would take a laundry off and they'd have to pedal it to recharge the laundry rack <laughs> and then the laundry would go back on. <laughs> so it's just like kind of quirky humor about how dumb we are. Yeah. <laughs> really? And it's it's all set to, like since you're you're wandering around these islands, it's all set to like this nice... You can hear the the waves lapping on the ocean, on the sand and has this nice tranquil like new age yoga music soundtrack and it's basically you just trying to um they're like, like little knock. logic puzzles, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I feel like a, there's not one solution or there's not one path through the game. Mm. So if you kind of get stuck, you can turn around and go to another area, and it's just kind of meant to be this this thing that relaxes you and lets you unwind a little bit. And I think it's a little expensive for what it is. It was twenty bucks on the on the Steam library. Mm -hmm. um, also on Apple Arcade, apparently. Oh yes, that's true. Yeah, and. Uh, I, I've re I really have enjoyed it a lot, actually. I, I wanted to play it today when I got up, but we were doing this, so I was like, eh, I'll set up my thing so I won't make them wait. <laughs> but uh, it's good. I, re I really like, I really like uh, it as an unwind thing. Yeah. And I, I would recommend it as well. And it's not like brain-melting difficult 
puzzles. No, no, yeah. no. It's 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 not at all. Not at all, really. It's just kind of like you can look at it for a minute and try a couple things. And if you don't like the way, like you don't like the way you push this tree, then you can just reset the state of the island like immediately. And there's yeah. no consequences really to anything. You can't die. You're just kind of wandering through everything. Yeah. So it's good. I I, uh, I would recommend it for sure. For, for if you're looking for something to maybe calm you or or something like that then good game for that yeah it reminds me of baba is you a little bit in like that game is really it's also very calming but the puzzles are f- so fucking hard <laughs> that yeah it kind of it kind of goes for a different yeah like that it that it isn't thing, a re- right? it's not a relaxing game <laughs> Yeah, like it has really chill music and it's a really chill thing and you can bounce around and do whatever. But but as far as the puzzle design goes, it's like brutal, actually brutal. So, yeah, it's I'm I'm interested in this. It's it seems it seems cool. I wish I wish listed it. <laughs> oh, nice. I'm sure they'll see that and make it go on sale. Yeah, it just every, it just every, came out actually, like two weeks ago or something. So actually, everybody needs to go wishlist it right now so that we can get sale on it so that you yeah. can buy it. it. Trigger trigger the sale. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. Yeah, that's a strat. <laughs> Meta gaming Steam, which is is not as a crazy statement as it might sound. No, I wouldn't. I am sure there's communities out there that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, they Steam has messed with like weird game that aren't games for so long so you wondering what i'm doing yeah i was like why are you shaking your head (laughs) i have this uh it sounds like a little wire or something loose in this headphone Mm. and it really bugs me Mm. headphones are like one of my i don't know i'm I'm gonna like see if i got the warranty of these laying around try and send it back and see if i can because it's like a thing that I can hear and it's annoying. It annoys me. So I was just like shaking my head to try and see if, if it was Shake it based loose. on movement or if it was like the audio that's making yeah. the noise. Yeah. But I noticed it yesterday when we were playing Gears 5 too. That's, I don't know if I talked about it too or not. I don't think so. No. But that's a game. Gears 5 is a game. We haven't played that much of it. I didn't know if you wanted to no. talk about it. Uh, I really like the opening. That's all I want to say. I thought... I thought in terms of like opening level, there was like three moments in there that I was like, I don't jaw on the floor is being a little bit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What's the, what's the word I'm looking for? Being a little hyperbolic, but yeah, I thought uh, shooting the little guys coming out of the water by a floodlight. Like that was sweet. I could see that in a movie. I thought the, sequence where there's like a rocket shooting off and you're kind of like fighting around the rocket and the the flames are like exploding into the mm-hmm. into the little silo area where you're at was pretty sweet but part of me enjoying that could be that i'm actually playing a game on the highest settings on my computer for the first time yeah, and, and it looks very nice yeah yeah it, looks it really does nice. so I'm, I'm putting my new stuff my new stuff through the through the ringer a little bit and, and testing the hardware out and, and that's part of my enjoyment of it. Yeah. And so, yeah, that was all I got out of it so far was the visuals. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cause, um, gears is a thing that has been the same thing since the first game. And that's, that, that was my hesitation to play it. And, uh, 
still seems to be Gears. <laughs> so. so, Gears is about big burly guys chainsawing locusts, lo- like alien. You say that. You say that. And in four, and even the little bit of five that we've seen, they spend a lot of time trying to make characters be characters. That's it. Well, <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. They have always had that focus. Like they had, they had the whole thing with in the first one. It was between Marcus and Dom. They were like buddy, old war buddies. They had the thing with Dom and his wife in the second one, where <laughs> yeah. they've they've always grounded that series. With pretty good characters, honestly, pretty good. You think so? That, well, it's like yeah, the last. It's like the last thing I would ever point to that I say I like about the series. I I think they've maintained strong character work through that entire series. Hmm. If if you can look at Nathan Drake and say he's a decent character. Would you say that? No, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> okay. All right. He he's a decent well, character in the fourth game because that's the one that they actually really go hard on trying to make him a character. They've they've spent time on the writing of these characters since the beginning and this continues that and I appreciate that. Yeah. In in the game is is all. And I I mean they're going to do that in the fifth one too. Like based on what we've seen there's it's there's been a ton of dialogue and cutscenes and everything else just in the first hour of the game so yeah i'm there i'm there for the bloodshed that's what i'm there Always. for i'm there for the chunk, chunky meat parts and uh and the ray tracing and the, rainbows yeah and and the very very good looking <laughs> rainbows while blood is it's, flying it does <laughs> it does look good man yeah it does yeah it's some it's some good vegetation yeah definitely yeah <laughs> So, what else you got? Uh, I got a. I started something I've wanted to play for a long time, which uh is a it's it's a surprisingly cool thing. And we've talked about them in the past. The Steam World games, uh, Steam World Dig One and Two. I liked a lot. I liked two a whole lot, and that's like a really cool little franchise of games at this point there's four of them now and one i've been wanting to play for a really long time going back to like the tactical stuff is steam world heist which at this point i kind of forgot how old that game is it came out on 3ds <laughs> uh like a lo- while ago now but heist is it's a side-scrolling XCOM game which is really cool actually it's it, it takes it takes the movement and grid based thing and limited actions with a party and and scales it down to just a 2D plane with a lot of the same depth actually which uh which I'm really having fun with so uh have you never played worms yeah i was wondering why you brought up worms like yes i've played worms i would is not it, compare it... it to worms at all really no no. Worm it looks like worms to me. Worms is like Worms is like uh you know you destroy the le- you change how the level works like you can open up holes in the world and like you've all it, it's it's not that. Just like the way you were aiming your weapons and stuff. I mean, yeah, that part is to like that part of the combat. That part is, is similar I, and I and, and I like that part a lot actually. I think that part um is really cool in a tactical game and and uh one of those came out uh last year called Phoenix Point. Uh 
which is like an XCOM like that lets you manually aim your shots. Like you look down the scope of the gun and, and aim in the 3D space. I haven't got around to that. That's on Game Pass. But uh, wow, so you're going to get around to it. I didn't last time. I still don't know that I will because it really does look like a pretty generic XCOM game. The most interesting thing is it has that aim down sights thing. Yeah. But but that part is cool, and I and like doing it just in 2D on Steam World is like really fun because like it's it's not just a percentage thing now. Like it's completely in your control how you're going to shoot and where it's going to land and whatever. You're you're not just some random dice roll in behind the scenes like XCOM and that's that's awesome. So like it's fun to set up stuff in Heist where you are lining up your shot and waiting for it to like you know your gun is wavering a little bit. Some guns have a laser sight so you can see where it's going to go or like estimate where it's going to go. And that part is surprisingly good like consistently good yeah like i've i've only played the game for a few hours like maybe four hours or so i can't imagine it's very long either but like that part of the combat is cool and like you can only move certain amounts of spaces and if you move too far you can't do an action after moving so like you're you're weighing out like movement and ability use and health and your characters are leveling up in between rounds and they're getting abilities and there's different uh rarities to like the guns that you're using and there's different classes and they all use different guns and it's it's really really cool i think that developer is like astonishing their their talent is really astonishing like the steam world game like the dig games are actually pretty basic for the most part but but took a pretty basic idea and put a ton of interesting stuff into them and made them really fun to play and yeah and so like heist is a totally different style of game and totally different whole thing and they they pulled that off and like i think last year they released a deck building game that i never got around to playing called steam world quest uh that i do want to check out at some point but like it's they're just really they're really talented and and they 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 announced that uh the gunk game that's coming oh, out that's them mm-hmm. i thought that game looked cool i'm pretty sure it's them i'm like 95 percent sure that's the same yeah team. i thought that looked cool yeah so that was it that was it i was i immediately watched i was like hey i'll probably try that on xbox games yeah Pass. there you go <laughs> <laughs> yeah like so it's it it just like i had only played the dig games and i had heist for a long time i just never got around to playing it it's on switch uh great switch game perfect for that mm-hmm. and i got around to it and i'm really liking you- it would you say it's a small game? No, I wouldn't. I think I think <laughs> the I I was actually like really trying to not say that because it is an yeah. indie team and stuff, but I think the I just think like what the depth that exists in that game mm-hmm. is impressive from a small team. You know, like it's mm-hmm. it's just really cool. Like I I don't I I I don't want I think I think calling that a small game is almost doing it a disservice. Yeah. Actually. So, yeah, I I recommend that game for sure. It's it's on Switch. I think it's on everything. Actually, I think it's on like all platforms at this point. But uh, yeah, Steam World games are really cool. If if for some reason they've been looked over, they're definitely worth playing at this point. Neat. Yeah. Cool. I have uh, I have one more game. Um, okay. And it's a game. That I want to know how familiar with it you are, because it's it's pretty. Uh, I feel like it's pretty divisive. Okay. 
Uh, I'm playing, I'm probably halfway through Wonderful 101. Oh, right, right. Uh, it's made by Platinum. Uh, originally released on... The Wii U. Wii U. Yeah. And it is one of the games that took advantage of Wii U's uh, touchscreen and second screen features. Mm-hmm. And so I'm playing a remaster on Switch. I believe it's also available on PS4 and... I think it's on everything also. I have it on okay. PC. Yeah, PC. And it's kind of an interesting thing to port. I feel like I'm playing a version of this game that is diminished in some way. Oh. Because I don't have a touchscreen... Well, I guess the Switch has one. It, yeah, yeah. I, I it doesn't feel as good, but in in the second screen they do with like a little picture and picture thing that you can kind of turn off and on. Mm-hmm. And so, I'm not. I don't think it hurts the game really, but it's interesting. It's an interesting game to port, we'll say. And I've had kind of a love hate relationship with all of Platinum games. I've never like really really liked one mm-hmm. and i say that because i think this is my favorite one that i played yeah that's and that is a surprising take you think yes why do you say that because bayonetta and near and vanquish are all really good games <laughs> um well i think wonderful 101 is a good game okay and the problems that i have with it i had in other platinum games too. Mm-hmm. I just am enjoying the other stuff around this game more than I did with those other platinum games. Mm-hmm. So this game is is novel as hell. Um, it's basically like a Pikmin like really uh, beat 'em up game. Yes. So. You control this, you control one little hero, all right? He's a wonderful... He's one of the wonderful 101, right? One, he's one of the wonderful 100. You are the one Uh, in the one... Oh, okay, okay. In the 101. Okay. So, this premise, I think, is amazing. I I absolutely love this, the premise for this game. Uh, You have your superhero team, basically. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's super anime. I, th- I think the art style is the guy that made Beautiful Joe. It like, does kind of look like that. Yeah. The proportion of all the people. Yeah. They they have that like Beautiful Joe. They have really big heads but little bodies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they run like you can tell by the this like it's the same art team or art designer or something or producer yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, Beautiful Joe is like one of my favorite games. It's a great like, game. Yeah, yeah. So what what this is 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 the 100 are this superhero team and they have this technology it's called the Shirogane drive okay and basically they can deputize any civilians that they come across in the world so it's it's fixed camera it's isometric view. You're uh, like a little teeny tiny little. Uh, someone's car alarm's going off. You can probably hear that on my thing. I apologize. It's <laughs> not my car. But anyways, 
I hope it's not my car at least. <laughs> it's that would because it's in my garage. But it's a teeny tiny little person um that you're controlling on the screen and and you'll run and you'll you'll see civilians on the map. And if you draw a circle on the screen, I guess it would have been with your finger on the Wii U, but with the Switch or whatever you're playing on, I I wonder if they do it with a mouse on PC. That would be interesting because I bet that would feel the I would bet that would be the best. I don't know way to play. Yeah, um, but like it, it it's just use moving the right stick on on a controller, and so you you draw like shapes, so you circle like you circle the civilians, and it'll deputize them, and they get little superhero outfits, and they become part of your squad. Okay, and so your 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 little squad of people kind of grows and grows and grows and grows and grows until you're controlling like a little mob of 100 people. Gotcha. That's why it's like and, Pikmin. Yeah. Yes, and you actually draw like shapes, and those shapes morph into weapons. Okay, and then you use those weapons to solve puzzles and to do combat, which is really neat. Yeah, you never played um, Okami, did you? No, no, but it's I know what that is, and it's similar. You do, thing. yeah, yeah, and and it's Clover Studios that turned into Platinum and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's it, it's really cool here. It there are some problems with like how that works mm. that that if that come out in the gameplay. Um, the fixed camera angle thing is hard to get used to. Like we have gotten past yeah. not being able to control the camera. Yeah, and you're used to on the right stick like moving the camera around and if you move the right stick you start drawing a shape ah okay and that's fine i mean it's part of the game you get used to it Mm -hmm. but the camera is frequently terrible (laughs) like it's you're so small on there and there's so much action on the screen like it is insanely difficult to tell what's going on insanely difficult you'll frequently be taking hits or missing platforming because it's just like I, I can't even I'm I'm controlling one person in a whole mob of people I can't tell where I'm jumping or who's attacking me or what. Um, the other thing is because the the combat is designed around drawing shapes, like you will frequently get the wrong shapes, mm. and they they made it's called unite morph they unite the people and they morph into like a fist or a sword or whatever yeah um they have a gauge for that so like you can only do as much as you have in the gauge sure yeah and it depletes and like uh, if you're getting the wrong shapes a bunch you're depleting your gauge and then you kind of can get stuck in situations where you don't have meter mm. to do the right thing because the wrong thing came out a couple times. Mm-hmm. So it's frequently extremely frustrating. Hmm. Now, all that negativity aside, there are some things about this that I think make it like lift it out of being a frustrating experience. Number one is as far as I can tell, if you die you just hit continue and it drops you like right back to where you're at without any consequences. Okay. <laughs> so there might be a limited number of continues. Yeah. 
which which could be the case, mm-hmm. but I have not reached that yet. And so, like, even in the middle of a boss fight, the like the but you'll come back and the boss's health will be the same as it was when you died. Mm. Okay. So we've had discussions like last episode especially on on difficulty mm-hmm. and like you you know you made the argument that sometimes it's nice to play on easy because you, you get to experience the game in a way that doesn't tax you uh for things that you can't control. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And like this is one of those games that you feel like you're fighting the game a lot. Mm. So that decision to not not really penalize me for that, I think works really well here. Yeah. And I would like to see more like easy modes adopt this standpoint in in their games because I I when I pushed back on your opinion last episode, I said I like to gauge how well i manage the systems and often easy mode doesn't allow me to do that because everything i do is effective Mm -hmm. so the way this the way this game handles that is like i know i'm i know i suck (laughs) like it's it's telling me i suck at it i need to get better but it's also not penalizing me for yeah for being bad you know what i mean yeah and so i think that's that's good and Maybe like if we saw that in other games, that could be a a better way to offer an easier difficulty mode because you still get the the like core you need to do this to be successful mechanics without without sacrificing like the knowledge of how effective you are being with those mechanics. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And so I I really like that. And thank god they had that because it would be insanely i don't it would be really frustrating to play this game without it because there's some platforming where segments where like the everything's falling and you're trying to run on falling yeah bricks and stuff and it's just like it's insanely impossible there's there's one enemy there's this boss the reoccurring boss that also has like a team of people like he's got his own mob and unite more stuff Mm -hmm. and like when you're trying to fight him it's just like a bazillion people on the screen and uh, it's just like it can get really frustrating because you're just constantly getting hit and you don't know why and you don't know what Mm. but do you think playing that in handheld is contributing to that is it hard to see on that small screen uh so yes i do yeah i do think that's part of the problem yeah um but i also don't think that blowing it up to a big screen would make a ton of difference Uh, because you like you really are really tiny in a in a like the camera is way zoomed out God of War yeah like action view a lot of times mm-hmm. uh but on the flip side of that it's it's really cool like the action the anime action in this game is amazing <laughs> it's it's absolutely incredible yeah like the they they nailed like what this universe with these heroes is and like. It has a lot of quick timey kind of sequences where you're like drawing the shapes and they're just performing like this basic cartoon sequence. Yeah. Like instead of you actually like playing the game, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like you draw the sword and he cuts like a huge building in half and then you draw the hand and he punches the half, the top half of the building at the boss. And it just, it's awesome. Like it's, and they have this like theme song that's playing the whole time. Wonderful, wonderful, (laughs) wonderful. 
and it's it's like it's just really cool do you know what i mean yeah. it, it 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 works it, and the presentation of it works yeah and the other thing that i think is really neat is is they actually like have a bu- it's a team of heroes okay mm-hmm. and and you acquire heroes as you progress through the game and they like each hero that comes on like blue is the first one you or you start out with red he has the fist yeah you get the fist by drawing a circle on the screen. You get blue is the second one. He has a sword. Okay. And he you draw a straight line, and that's how you get the sword. Mm-hmm. And it's cool because like if you have a a bigger crowd of people, you can draw a bigger sword. Like you okay. can end up with a sword that's literally like the size of a building, <laughs> and it has this little teeny guy like holding the sword. And you're just running with this giant sword and swinging it, and it's it just it's neat. Yeah. You know what I mean? But uh. Each each character that gets introduced that has a new unite morph ability like has a personality. Yeah, that's and cool. And so they're all they're, they're kind of stereotypical. I could imagine some people having problems with yeah. <laughs> with, with, with with but the American guys like the sword guy, he's like bro, he's like real bro and they have like a uh, a uh, uh, lady that's like maybe a vampire, I can't really tell, but she has a whip and she's like real sassy and dominatrix kind of thing. And, uh, they, the game is like kind of centered around them, like being a team Mm -hmm. and there's a ton of dialogue and they're quipping at each other. And it's just frequently hilarious. Like it really, it, it really works in every aspect of, of like what this thing is conceptually. Yeah. And I, I think that's so neat. Yeah. Like I, I've never, I didn't play, I've never played Pikmin, so I don't even have that as a comparison. To yeah, Pikmin is the the the. I would say the comparison stops at just collecting a bunch of things and and um controlling them basically. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, that's a that's a cool idea. I didn't know that's how it worked. I basically knew nothing about that game. I just had always heard the name. And uh-huh. was curious about it just because it was platinum. That was really the only. I never watched gameplay or anything, so I have it. I'll I'll check it out at some point. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's cool. Like collecting the people and turning them into things is is funny. It it's awesome. And and one of the things they do that I think that it is so neat is like one of the collectibles in the game is like when you collect a certain person in the level, it'll like be a special hero version of that person. Mm-hmm. And so like, it, it'll just be a, a group of uh, civilians and they'll be running around and they'll say, help, help. Like you see little things. And so you draw your circle around them. It deputizes them, but you also have this little droid that, that uh, is with you the whole time. And he kind of is the one that gives you information. Like every time, every time a boss appears, they get like a splash screen and, the droid will tell you how dangerous they are and yeah. like what their stuff is. So it does all that. But like you, you'll deputize a circle of, of people and like one of the special collectible people will be in there and they're un- actually unique like heroes. Mm. So it's essentially like the same thing as the people that you're collecting in the main game, like the blue guy. Like it, it's the same thing as him, He except it's, not one that's featured in the game as part of the things that you draw okay. or something like yeah. that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it'll just be like Staple Man <laughs> and it'll tell you like he has 
staple power, like that's his Unite Morph is a stapler or whatever, like which you won't actually be able to do in the game. Yeah, it's just like flavor. It's stuff. just a collectible. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he has his own costume and he looks hilarious. And then like if you look really hard in your group of a hundred people, that guy will be in your in your group. Yeah. And so you'll get like nine or ten of them in every level. Hmm. And so you'll have nine or ten little unique heroes in your group plus your guys that you have acquired in in the course of the game and it's just it's sweet like it's yeah it i don't know it's it's a really neat thing sounds very unique uh, yeah yeah and like my problem with platinum games always is that the combat never feels like as tight as i want it to Hmm. i always feel like the whole like mess on the screen of dodging and enemies and stuff is like overbearing to the point where I get frustrated with it. Mm-hmm. And like th- this has that a hundred percent. Yeah. I just, I just am not facing consequences for dying one. So it doesn't frustrate me as much. And two, like the other stuff I haven't, I'm enjoying more than I did in like Bayonetta and metal gear and, you know, near whatever. So I, I really like this game. I forgot about, I always forget about metal gear rising always. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I had a lot of problems specifically with the gameplay in that one too, but like, it was just such a trip to play through (laughs) that. Like I can, I can look everything aside. That's exactly like what this is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm sure you'll have frustrations with it. If you play like I, I'm sh- I'm sure like some people aren't patient enough to like fight the combat, fight the game enough to kind of yeah enjoy it yeah. But you know if you can get around that, I think this it's the game's awesome. It really is. So cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, I I've I've been I've been curious about that forever. It was one of the like when I got my Wii U, I was like, that's definitely one I will play. And then the Switch came out, and they started re-releasing a lot of the Wii U games. So, like, yeah, I'm glad. Like, wait. I'm glad I waited because you know that one ended up being one of the ones that came back. So, I feel like it runs pretty well on the Switch too. It it is at 60 frames, like a lot, really. And it yeah, you, it'll it'll dip a little bit. Like you can always see like when the the motion like smooths way way out, you can see it like hit sixty yeah. sixty frames, but it doesn't ever drop like to a point where it looks like it's dropping frames. It just it kind of is like crispy, and then you'll see it get buttery smooth, and then it'll go back to crispy. But even like running on my little tiny screen, yeah, I don't I, I don't know what it would perform better on the dock or on the little screen, but I I'm surprised at how well the frame rate holds up on the Switch in general. Yeah. Because I feel like I've played a lot of games on there where that's not been the case. Yeah, no. No, it definitely has problems with basically anything that wasn't made by Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And even some stuff and made some, by Nintendo. And some Nintendo stuff, yeah. Yeah. So so you said you've always been interested in that game. Does me talking about it make you more interested? Or yeah. do you think... Yeah, yeah I'm, still, I'm still looking forward to checking it out, yeah. Yeah, just curious. Yeah. I think uh, I think you should play Okami someday. Yeah, it's. I think I own it on PlayStation. I just don't. That game's excellent. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and like I I remember way back when thinking that that motion stuff because that was on PS2 
so like you you did it with a with the right analog stick like it yeah it was messy back then also like you yeah, would you yeah, would con- you would constantly do the wrong attack and stuff yeah. but but it was just a really kinda, neat idea in general it kind of sucks here because like you know you'll see the the boss doing a thing and you know the the shape you need to draw to counter it yeah and then you'll draw the thing and then you get the wrong thing and then you don't count yeah you don't get the counter yeah, and then you get hit and once when you get hit a lot your people like explode over everywhere they kind of like go everywhere like sonic rings yeah it's like picking you have also. to run all over and then pick them all back up so that you can keep fighting yeah. and that's like you're like Ugh. that's that's that is very much like pikmin and and what yeah. really gets frustrating in pikmin actually yeah 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 i can imagine yeah i'm i'm curious how pikmin's going to translate to the switch also uh, pikmin 3 is a great game so it's it's yeah. sweet that that's coming out i i gave up on that game because i hated the motion stuff yeah, so like yeah. if if they if they figure out a way to do that with just the controller that that'll be nice because because having would the, you play it again? No, I played enough of it on the Wii. I got I got deep is. enough into it that I don't need to revisit it. Um, mm-hmm. I did really like it, and I would like I would like to see them do another one specifically made for Switch without mm-hmm. the stupid motion stuff. Yeah. Um. But uh. Yeah, three. I think three is definitely worth playing. Like when it comes out, I just I I won't revisit it. Like having to having to like pick up all those things. Like I have just such a bad taste in my mouth from some of the things in that game. Like fighting bosses in that game were so frustrating. Yeah. So. So I got a question for you. Uh, do you know what came out first, Wonderful One Hundred One or Bayonetta? Do you know which oh, one Bayon- of those came Bayonetta first? came out on Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty and PS Three. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because like the the witch fist and stuff like that. Oh uh, yeah, that is that is kind of the same she's thing. She's tra- channeling her witch powers. You can like see the lineage of mm-hmm. that through this this game. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. Yeah, the first Bayonetta is like actually pretty old if you think yeah. about it. Yeah. At this point. Same with Vanquish. Vanquish is pretty old also. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. I uh you're talking about like not being able to move the camera and stuff. Yeah. Have you checked out Mario 3D All Stars yet at all? <laughs> no, I I think when I I bought it, yeah. I have it. I my Switch game has been Wonderful 101, so yeah. I I kind of don't. I often don't play multiple games at one time. Um, I think I'll probably play Mario Sunshine first when I when I put that in. Yeah, because that's the game I feel like I've played the least. Okay. Yeah, I so. I wanted to. I'm I'm not going to play probably any of those to completion again cuz I just yeah. played Galaxy but like I haven't played Super Mario 64 in ages forever. Yeah, I mean yeah. like I I did have my N64 hooked up at my old place. I don't remember touching Mario again and I never played the DS one uh cuz they yeah. did that very weird specific version on the DS but so it's been a really long time since I played this game and it's like a really important game for me as a gamer <laughs> like that like when the n64 came out that was a huge deal like that was what solidified me really wanting to play games all the time and yeah. super mario 64 was 100 percent one of those games like it was the first mm-hmm. game i had it was one of the first ones i played at a friend's house before i had my own n64 
And so, like, that was, that was, like, I played the shit out of that game. Like, multiple completion plays of that game. And yeah. so, nostalgia is the only reason I bought 3D All-Stars. <laughs> like, I still, yeah, I still have my copy of Sunshine in my GameCube. I didn't need that. And I literally just played Galaxy, like, two years ago on my Wii. Yeah, I, so, I did too, actually. Yeah, so, I like... I played that, like, right after you did. That game is so good. It is. Galaxy's really good. I... I'm curious, like, how it feels without the Wiimote and stuff, because I really did hate playing it with the Wiimote. I, I, hated, the, yeah. I hated the Wiimote and Nunchuck so much. But uh, I, I really was excited to just look at Mario 64 again. And it's, I think it's still great. You, you definitely can see its age now. Like, it's, it's a little weird to control at times, and, like, the biggest thing is the camera. Holy shit! It just it doesn't rotate. How does the camera <sighs> work in that? Do you have to click the Z button? So is that why? If you recall, the N sixty four had one analog stick, right? Yeah, and, and it had the little camera buttons up. Yeah, it had the, the C buttons. Yeah, and so the Mario sixty four is a really important game. It's a cornerstone of three D video games, <laughs> absolutely, because of cameras. And the way that the camera works in that game is it's a Lakitu. Literally, it's, a, it's literally modeled in the game. Like, the way cameras work in video games now, they're just invisible objects that are doing whatever. You know, like, you can do whatever the hell you want with cameras in video games because it's just an invisible thing behind the scenes doing all the work. In 64, it's a real model. It's a real thing in the world that they have to work around. It's a thing flying around Mario, documenting him collecting all the stars, which is so funny. And yeah. because of that, it's a limited camera. Its movement is limited. So, like, if you're up against a wall, it's not just going to magically go through the wall because Lakitu is not going to clip through the wall. Yeah. And you run into situations like that all the fucking time. <laughs> Yeah. All the time. So it just gets in the way all the time. You, you you have really bad angles on things all the time. Like, there's plenty of situations in that game where you are indoors. So, so like, you're in a really tight, confined space to begin with. And it's just, it's frustrating. It's frustrating that they didn't do anything about that to re-release the game. Like, they, yeah. they just straight up port. It's a port. You know, they didn't. Do you think it would have been a lot hard for them to, like... Uh, it probably would have been. It, it yeah, it probably would have been. And like at that point, you might as well like clean up the graphics and kind of just redo the whole thing in general. Like which in, I think, which of, I think they should have done. Yeah, yeah I, I actually like uh, frustratingly think they shouldn't have released this. It's yeah, it's like it's fine. It's not horrible. It's not like it doesn't ruin anything. Like I'm I'm still excited yeah, to play I, it. It's just I do think there is some like there is some value to playing it in that original polygonal look yeah and feel yeah. a little bit a little bit yeah and i think the thing is they did that already right like they yeah. did the ds version of that game that they actually did a bunch of different stuff to anyway like you can play other characters and they changed the pacing of it and like progression and stuff so like they kind of already did that you know yeah. they and and so like just straight up porting the N64 version and tweaking some of the text for like your button maps and stuff. Yeah. It's a bummer. Like it's kind of a bummer. And 
cynically like it, it feels like the most Nintendo money making scheme lately had yet. Yeah, like it it do, it just feels kind of bad. So I, I'm disappointed by that aspect of it, and like I couldn't, and I I was you know I was basically forced into buying it, and that doesn't feel good either. Um, yeah, and I don't know. So like that's all the negative part about it. Other than that, like you know, Super Mario 64 is still a great game. Love that soundtrack. Love revisiting yeah. those worlds. I remember everything about that game. <laughs> Yeah. Like it it's just funny like how much thinking back like it is really one of those games that I played to death, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's just fun kind of remembering that. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I I don't in in the Switch era, Nintendo has not like really remastered anything. No. They've not they've not like all their ports have been just ports. Yeah. If the, with the exception of of Legend of Zelda, um, what was the what was the one with the island the uh, that I just played that was oh like Wind Waker characters? No, not Wind Waker. Uh, oh, Link's Awakening. Yeah, Link's Awakening. Yeah. With the exception of that game, all of their games have literally just been well the same version. Even like the all the Wii U stuff, they ported the like the exact same. I think I think it's like like they did they did the Majora's Mask in Ocarina of Time. Uh, 3ds versions or just ds i think they're i think they, they're 3ds they improved them and they improved bit, them saying. yeah like they yeah. they they made they cleaned them up made them look a little nicer like they ran well it wasn't like those game zelda in the first place had a weird camera that like you know actually translated to the modern era totally fine act like it wasn't yeah. you know it's not it's not exactly like Mario where you Perfect. have sort of yeah. control over it but not control over it like Zelda was just it's either behind Link or it's stuck somewhere else and you can just put it behind Link yeah. um, Mario like you're kind of fighting it the whole time yeah so yeah I mean you, they haven't they don't really have a record of doing ports and updates and stuff super well I that's true yeah, yeah. it's just like I just, I just really, I Nintendo could be. They're already great. They just make so yeah. many mis, like small mistakes that just yeah. are just always frustrating and aren't probably going to change anytime soon. No. So it's just it's hard to not like always want something More. better. Yeah. yeah. Like they yeah. like they really they really do just skate by on nostalgia frankly mm-hmm. and yeah i i was very like i heard when when that came out and people were like holy shit the camera's ass we all we all forgot that this camera is total shit and i did i did forget yeah. that so it's probably like if you were at playing it on the actual n64 i don't know that would do you think you'd notice the cameras oh much? my god like, when's the last time you held an n64 controller <laughs> Because that is a horrible experience. That's it. That's what I mean. Like it, it kind of goes with it. Like <laughs> it's. I would say it's probably more noticeable with like the the pro controller in your hands and stuff. Like yeah, it feels like it should be nice, and then you're like on the probably. screen. Probably not. Yeah. Like when you when you're go- gripping that goofy try. I don't know what the abomin the abomination there. to video games that is the N sixty four controller. Ugh. Yeah. Not that that's an excuse. I'm just. I don't know. I know what you mean though, yeah. Yeah, but I don't know. I think I think 64 
after all that said, definitely still a game worth revisiting. That is a yeah, just a just an amazing thing that existed how long ago. It's just so impressive. It's 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 crazy how old that game is. Like yeah, yeah. So cool. Yeah. You have anything else you've been uh, working on? Anything else exciting going on in your life right now? No, nothing. Nothing exciting. I wouldn't say anything like that. I, I'm yeah. still. I'm still playing a lot of Spelunky, uh, and I'll. I'll continue to be playing a lot of Spelunky. By the time this is out, the PC version will be out. Then I'll have it too. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if I mentioned on the last episode, but like leaderboards were not working correctly, um, which I was very upset about. But now, now that's fixed. Which they did pretty quick, which that's that's great. Now you can see how bad you yeah, are. Yeah, exactly. Like I the, I want to know like that the score part of that game is so important to me, even yeah. if I'm bad at it. Like I I yeah. think that part is so appealing. Do you have higher scores than everyone you know? Are you the best at no it? No one no one played Spelunky with me. No, I mean uh, Spelunky two with the new leaderboards up. Like did you check that, Josh? That and, literally uh, just happened. So I don't, I haven't been able to look at Josh's stuff yet. Like it just happened. He's the only one you know that's playing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Everybody else is waiting for the PC version. So that'll be nice. That'll be awesome. Yeah. Cause, um, I love the daily challenges like that, that are all your boys getting it. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Um, we'll probably check out the multiplayer in that too. I've never played, I've never played the like deathmatch multiplayer. I'm not super interested in it, but I'll give it a shot. I uh, I heard good things about it. It looked like people liked it in to, the first one to Towerfall mm-hmm. kind of. I thought that looked. Fu- yeah. I mean that looked looked pretty fun. Yeah. And there's there's a uh, there's a mode too where you like have to hold a piece of treasure. Did you see that? No. Instead of being deathmatch, it's like you have to hold an idol for twenty seconds. Uh, okay. Yeah. And so and so it turns into like this tag kind of okay. thing yep. where you're uh, just keep away kind looked, of. Yeah, yeah. I thought that looked kind of neat too. Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah, that's like a part I, of that game that I just never got into. Yeah, that, yeah. I, yeah. So I think, and I want this to happen. I don't. I don't know if it will, but I think a whiff punish stream with me and you, and the chaos of trying to camp to go through a multiplayer co- campaign co-op is would be would be worth some laughs. I think. Yeah, we can try it. Co-op is very I'm, difficult. I'm not interested in it for the sake of like playing the game yeah in co-op mode i think it'll just be hilarious is all that's it yeah so. yeah because like you can totally screw each other up Every, yeah, everything yeah. friendly fire. everything is all modeled the same way and yeah 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 that's what makes it so hard <laughs> you have yeah. to be on the you have to be in the same place in the camera it doesn't it doesn't split the screen yep. at all so yeah yeah but splunky's great uh that's a great game splunky 2 is a great game um I revisited Spelunky One briefly yesterday, and I I want to take back that uh, you definitely should play Spelunky One. Um, don't just ignore it. Maybe maybe someday play it, but yeah, two does not replace one. Mm-hmm. So that music it kills me. Huge <laughs> huge damper on the on the value of two. Huge Have huge you- mistake. Does the music change in areas? Mm. Do you think you've just not seen some of the better? I've been, uh, I've, I've seen a decent amount, a bit of that game at this point. So it does change. Uh, I've yet to 
hear any that is even close to being as enticing as of the first one. Like, okay. like running through the first one yesterday and hitting a majority of the of the tracks, I was like, wow, this game's soundtrack is so much better. It's just, yeah, I I could be nostalgic for it or whatever, but I I really do just think it's a it's way better. And there's yeah. just nothing like in two. You spend so two is hard. Two is really hard. I think it's legitimately harder than the first one. And yeah. you spend you spend a lot of time in that first world, which is the dwelling in two. Uh, mm-hmm. You spend a ton of time replaying that area a lot. And Spelunky One's first area, the mines, all of its tracks were really good. All of them. It, there were like four that it could cycle through. You know what you could do? Just play once you get it on PC. Just, just play play this. the original yeah, soundtrack I over. I know. It. So I actually really want somebody to like make a mod that automatically pulls from Spelunky One's tracks instead of twos because because whenever you start a new level, it starts a new track, right? And you would yeah, have to yeah. do that manually and everything. So like, I would love if somebody if if we could just replace the files <laughs> in in two with one that would be awesome i'd be all about that some of do they have mods like that for other oh games yeah oh yeah it dude uh like the whenever whenever a game is on pc for the most part it's f- mostly open, open. <laughs> yeah like you can yeah. you can just go into the files and do whatever you want like like yeah. thinking it, yeah i just didn't know if anyone like did that kind of work frequently or not that's all I was asking. Uh, it depends because you could sometimes it's just all up to you if you know what you're doing yeah. like my, my best example and i think you'll you'll understand like do you remember in phantom pain you had your cassette player right uh-huh. and i used that to listen to all the audio files but that game yeah. had a full soundtrack you could listen to and put on yeah. at any time but you couldn't yeah, yeah so in on the pc version of that game you can just go in and replace all like those files with whatever song you want and you could like you know when you called in a helicopter and stuff it could be playing music as it came to you you know <laughs> so like people yeah. people would replace that music with like really silly bullshit and like that yeah. that that's funny and so like something like that is totally doable with spelunky i'm sure yeah it's just yeah. uh i really wish you didn't have to do that i wish two just had an inherently better soundtrack awesome soundtrack yeah yeah, yeah I, I keep i keep mentioning that to like everybody but i can't get over it it's just it, bum, yeah, yeah. it bums me out. It's it's not a it's not bad or anything. It's just like not it's just good. nothing kind of. Yeah. 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 But that sucks. It's unfortunate. Yeah. But uh but I'll still be playing a lot of that game. I haven't streamed it as much as I want to, but I'm planning to continue to stream it uh twitch.tv/lostinacontraption. So check check it out there, follow me there. Um I have uh I'm Still in the process of getting my setup set up. Yeah. Uh, but I'm off in the middle of October, like probably 16th or something, 12th, 16th, I don't know, one of those dates for like two weeks. And so that's going to be my aiming point for like really getting my stream set up off the ground. And I plan on doing some things as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be at twitch.tv slash AJ Swab. And so hopefully we can get some like, some more content going. I keep saying that on these episodes, <laughs> but it really, it really will happen. I swear. Yeah. Uh, and that should be fun. Yeah. So, I'm in the uh, end game of Avengers. You like what I did there? I, you see I, that I did get what I still haven't even seen that, did, but I did but that I go over you. No, I got it. You got that yeah. one. Uh, 
it does seem to be pretty grindy, mm-hmm. uh, like we talked about. Um, it's very similar to how they do Destiny with they have like your your daily objectives and they have your your missions that you pick up from vendors and they have um they have like a couple more end game campaigns for you to play through that I think are kind of putting you through the same missions that you played in the main campaign but it re- recontextualizes them yeah. with like different audio and stuff like that okay. and it it does offer uh some cutscenes every once in a while to kind of give you the feeling that you're playing more content, I'll say. Yeah. Um so that's nice. It's not it's not uh I like if you're sick of beating people up, there's not gonna be anything there for you to yeah to really enjoy. Uh I my playing my avenging partner harsh has really been dragging his feet on <laughs> on getting there, so I don't want to play too much of it because I don't want to have to do it twice. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll probably just be checking in on that like a lot through the year. But I don't I don't know that I'll I'm not gonna like sit down and and grind through all that stuff to level up all my heroes really. So mm-hmm. we'll see when they release new content how that how that works and what's going on. But I, I will be checking back in on that. I'm just kind of giving you guys an update. Yeah, and you finished the thing, the story now, right? Yeah, the story was excellent, man. It it got me it got me emotional. <laughs> I I think I preferred that game to Spider-Man PS4 actually, honestly. Yeah. Uh and I I do think that there is an opportunity there for them to continuously expand both like story with the introduction of more villains and characters, like they were very, very, uh, I don't know, slim or, or held back or they, they didn't like put a ton of like bad guys or enemies into it. And I think that's kind of on purpose. Mm -hmm. Um, because they can very easily, like there's only two or three boss fights in it that you would cycle through as part of your end game grind stuff. Mm -hmm. And they can very easily do, you know, we added Juggernaut on this update, and we added like you know how Monster Hunter kind of does their when they do an update, they'll they'll release a a new monster with like three or four missions that oh this yeah, and so I I think that's kind of the plan for this, and I think that's a good plan, mm-hmm. and I'm excited to see like what they do with with that, and I th- I think there's a lot of potential there for them to for three years down the road for this to be like a ridiculous. Uh, you know, fifty heroes and fifty villains, and just like a whole, a whole smorgasbord of Marvel stuff for you to, yeah, like really kind of get get into, and and that's the potential of that is is pretty sweet. So, mm. you know, I'll, I'll be checking back on that. And uh, they did announce that when PS Five comes out, it's getting a free like upgrade and everything. Oh, that's good. So I'll have like the PS Five version of that. Oh, game that's good. And, yeah, that's smart. And so that'll be really good too. So Yeah, that would I'm that would be a really that. that would be a really bad decision on their part, I think, if they tried yeah. to It's 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 I annoying think, how some other companies are not doing that and I think it kind of like may, why buy PS4 games at the end of this year if if they're not offering something like that, you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. 
it kind of sucks. Yeah, I so, think I think some publishers are really screwing that up. Sony being one of them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, with with yeah. Spider Man and stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah, like I. Yeah, it, I think it would be worth the consumer goodwill to lose a few bucks. You yeah, know? like I agree. it's it's really it's really frustrating to see how that some of this is turning out. But that's if if we can even get a PS Five. <laughs> Which is yeah. very difficult to do, <laughs> and probably is going to be very difficult to do. We'll see. Fun Neither stuff. of us have a pre-order, so nope. So. Josh has one. Josh does have one, but knows, doesn't know if who it's knows real. If he'll get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. I, I he I I know two people that have one. So so yeah. Um. But yeah, that's uh, I think that's good for this one. We're get. Yeah, I agree. We're, hit, we're hitting long episodes uh, anymore, which is which is fine. But uh, but yeah, um, I think next one's still just going to be some some backlog stuff. I'll I'll have dug into more Game Pass games. I started one today that I didn't feel like was worth talking about yet. What'd you play? Uh, Torment: Tides of New Minara. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. It's a uh, well, I'll talk about it next episode. Um, but I think that's gonna do it for this one. Yeah, I don't. I don't have anything else. I probably will be continuing with some backlog stuff. Uh, I might play that new Crash Bandicoot. I think that's beginning October, and I'm gonna play Star Wars Rogue Legacy or Rogue Squadron whatever it is. Rogue Squadron, Rogue something. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I didn't. I kind of already forgot so that the, was coming out. Those are the beginning of October releases. Uh, again, my work schedule is crazy for the next two weeks, so I might not hit that stuff till the middle of October. But we'll see. We'll see when we get there. I've been, I've been. It's been 2020 has been a gaming year for me. Man. <laughs> I've, I've been like hammering them out. My wife and I have not done anything except for stay in the house. So I've been like going from screen to screen yeah. with video, with movies and games and. Occasionally, we're at the table for a board game, but like I literally haven't done anything else all year. Yeah, so that's twenty twenty. Don't anticipate that to change. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, that's the whole year in a nutshell, basically. Yeah. So yeah, but yeah. uh, Until next time, we'll uh, we'll keep playing video games. Games. Yeah. Yeah. You took my. I know. Sorry, I didn't know how to end it. So um, I I liked that. It sounded better come from you than it does from me. (laughs) I'll come up with a new catchphrase. Okay. All right, we'll we'll see you on the next episode. See you guys.
Sailors drift on hope seems far gone all around us The light runs rare and can't compare to all this darkness No one can tame our past of shame, it's all that we know Memories of all those things drift through all that we sow You know a brighter day is just around the bend What we need is some heroes with wheels of iron Their hearts in the stars through the darkest of days They'll ride into the sunset Hope overflowing and construct a new day from the around the